There's a Flamingo <laughs> kid and the Coca-Cola kid. I, I, how would I keep count? Mm-hmm. How many fucking kids? Be a the Twinkie kid? kid. Twinkie the kid. Twinkie the kid, Carl. Oh, right. Like, we saw Little Billy. That's right. We saw Little, we saw little the Billy. So That's now he's like, love. we're, we're going to have our first little nice romance. What is he in? Noreen. I'm no, yes. Phil. Dr. Phil. That's only funny today. You, you remember the tube bar. Hey, is Phil there? Phil? <laughs> yes. My pockets. Fill my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> is there a fill my pockets here? Oh, oh, oh. Hey! Motherfucker. You, <laughs> you little creep. I've been fucking your mother all these years, and this is the way you treat me? I'll come down to your joint. <laughs> come on down, come on. My favorite one was he calls him up after like five of them, right? He calls him up like it must have been a little later. And the first thing guy says is, look. Why don't I go down there and you and me just fucking have it out? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. You know where I am. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I I talk to Al? Al, alcoholic. (laughs) That one's too obvious. Because my husband. <laughs> this is an example of how I didn't look this movie up. I have no idea who these three people are. Four people. These are all soap opera stars. I don't. don't it's gotta like... be, but they don't look yeah. familiar to me. You know, ABC okay. motion. This guy behind yeah. the table, excuse me for interrupting, is of definitely course. General Hospital. I remember his face. Weird. He's getting a horrible bit. Let me show you why this movie isn't good. Okay. 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 City Hospital. What happened is he said, the doctor by mistake took your nose, put it on your toe, put your toe in it, put it on your nose. And every time you sneeze, you blow your shoe off. Uh, okay, I guess. Okay, now, this is a little touching, right? This is the first time that Hector, his name's not Hector, it's Angelo or Angela. Angela. Yeah. The, this is the first time that they're going. He's, she's going to have a touching moment with the young doctor. They're going to start to fall in love. All right, let's hear. Let's hear Hector's voice. Now listen. Excuse me. Could you move over there? No, he's Angela, but now he's Angelo. So he's Angelo, then he is Angela. Huh, cool. He only sees Angela, and he's falling in love. But he's going to her. Angelo. Angela. (laughs) Angela. (laughs) (laughs) Carl, all right, so I have a list of movies that ABC Motion Pictures uh, produced. Okay. Oh, but Young wait, let's fall in love. love. Let's fall in love with Hector first. Okay, all right. Sounds good, because you'll be... I like to go to... What about you? <laughs> uh, I guess I'm uh, basically... Sharing. Sunsets on wintry beaches. 
<laughs> relating over a wine, a bottle of wine. What about you, Wayne? Yeah, Angela. Well, you know, my father didn't take me out a lot. Now he's telling the truth. Fucking, fucking forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Burp. Music. Music? Yeah. I thought I heard a song in your heart. Because what the fuck what is that? What? What? I mean, what I meant was, I thought that you were really inclined. Did you ever sing? Play any uh, instruments? Yeah. Guitar. Fucking guitar. A special guitar, a fucking guitar. So what, are you, what are you, an idiot? It's a regular guitar. It's a regular Jesus, I could I could boil a hard boiled egg during this scene. Use it for eight, eight minutes or up. <laughs> no, you ever feel sad, right? He wants to be a shrink, you know. You grow up insensitive. He's telling the truth. He's sparing his soul right now. Right. City hospital. Oh. Now what oh, were aerobics. you got a list, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, because I, I just remember, like, they existed and they didn't exist. So it was Young Doctors in Love, National right. Lampoon's Class Reunion. Oh, cool. Silkwood, which is not, like, the last new movie. Impulse, which is about a town that, like, does oh, whatever okay. they want. The okay. Flamingo Kid, yeah. Prizzy's Honor, and then finally Space Camp. Prizzy's Honor and Space yeah. Camp. Yeah. Good, good run. The studio would close down in 1985, according to Wikipedia. Both ABC and 20th Century Fox are now owned by the Warner, uh, Walt Disney Company. There you go. Okay. So, so we have seen an underprivileged movie. kid, broken home. broken home. One of them says, son of DJ. <laughs> oh, no, the worst fade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's like, why are you giving me the cold shoulder? Let's get back together. Want to try again? You're a horrible first day. I'll be a better second day. But then, you know, remember she had that dizzy spell? Yes, I remember. Look, old lady smoking pot. It was so funny back then. Are they using like a little roach clip? Mm-hmm. Oh, as we did. Back in the day. Carl, can you give me a roach clip? Oh, never mind. I just smoked a joint to the end. Look. Incorrigible. Welfare recipient. Incorrigible. Poor kid. Okay, so... They're following her every move, and we have a very f unfunny joke in which she gets dizzy and falls over, and they copy like it's supposed gotcha. to be. It's I wonder not what park this is. This? Oh, this is uh, the Sherman Shell in Central Park. Oh! Uh. This is kind of funny. Okay. I guess. Did you hear she goes, this is a dumb dance. Shut up, DJ, son. <laughs> son of DJ. You know who makes this movie? DJ. Now, she was a ballerina, Sean Young, and she she used that in here in, in the... Okay, so... Now, M Michael McKean, Dr. Simon August, is very concerned that Stephanie, Sean Young, is has got a particular disease. So he needs a spit sample from her. We don't kind of know it yet. And he, he's lying. When I was a kid, we did the spitting con. Oh, he doesn't talk like that. He's all stiff. Right. He's lying that he does a spitting contest. 
and he's just tricking her into spitting so he can get a sample. But she's spitting in the lake. Yeah. He would need Aquaman to help. Right. Look, tickets to the ballet he was going to present her with. Got it! Gotcha, spit! I'm taking this sample to the lab. To the city general. <laughs> yep. What do you think it could be? I can't tell you. I might be wrong. You know, there must have been a... There was a series of comic books where it was just romance. Like, there was girls buying comic books. And they, I think Young Doctor of the Love was an actual, like, unironic comic book name. Mm-hmm. Now, look how she's just handing out the medication. And we're hearing over the loudspeaker, it's time for the nurse's strike. If we don't oh. get paid this or that, we're going on strike, girls. Cool. A little class struggle going on. Now, look, they're making unfunny jokes about... Spit. But, like, didn't... Not didn't you hear it in this medical journal. The National Enquirer said nothing about this. No, no, it was in People magazine. He just, he does cadavers and he does the lab. Cadaver. Okay, so anyway, for Dr. Simon August, he is going to run three tests on the spit to see if she has a blocka 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 osis. If she oh, does yeah. have it. Blocka blocka osis? Blocka yeah. blocka blocka osis. Excuse me, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. Look at, okay, this is really funny. He freaks yeah. out because he's under stress. Where's the money coming from? Check it out. This is so funny, man. They should have made me editor of this film. Right. There would be five scenes. <laughs> her joke is she dances. She's a ballerina. Okay, here's the good part. Starts now. Oscar. You mean another two hundred thousand dollars, Oscar? Where is it coming from, Oscar? Where is it coming from, man? Where is it coming from? Now watch him switch. Doctor August. This is messed up. So, but oh. like if I edited this film, it would be about like maybe 25 to 30 minutes. There, it's it, it hits and it misses, it hits and it misses, you know. You know also, like the, yeah, in terms of the story, you'll see that some things we've been set up for don't pay off comfortable. You'll see, okay. I just say, like, Gary Marshall, he's a he was a really funny guy, and his movies, yes. you know, they might be a little streakly or what have you. They, he knows he knows how to do a joke. Like the lights are flashing on the thing. That's kind of funny. He smashes it, but he shows a scene where you see it broken, still flashing. Like he gives that right. to the audience, and it's just uh, it's just a good payoff. I don't know. Yeah, I do think he's funny. I think he. Uh, yeah. You know, you can kill an afternoon watching sitcoms. You know. Oh, now we're going to get short person joke, and Gary Marshall's doing this to you. You let me know if it's funny. He's going to be done with the call, so he's going to try to do a layup. Now hang it up. Right. Sure. So he's like, remember how sturdy phones were? Right. Well, they did put them high up like that. that. 
I'm six foot. I, I, I appreciate that. But even that's pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. That's regular height for a phone. Look at the doorknob. That's pretty high up there. Look at the doorknob. Right. That's where your hand would go down, right? Uh-huh. Swing it up. The phone's Maybe high up just... there. Mm-hmm. I might okay. have to use a tiptoe or something like that. Tippy toe. <laughs> so to the ceiling is 10 feet. Don't you think that's five feet? <laughs> oh, look what he did. Oh, yeah? Do you don't think that's funny? He did a slam dunk. He did get it, though. Okay. This is not good, but we have a setup. Hey, I see you're doing drugs. Yes, I am. I have access to them. Okay, I will sell them. I will buy them from you, and you can pay off some of your student loans. How did you know about my student loans? Every internet student loans. It's not a good scene, but it just sets us up for him getting busted later. Okay? Spoiler! That guy, Narc? Carl, I could tell Narc a mile I could tell TV Narc a mile away. TV narc. The cops find out from an anonymous tip. Does he? Does he? Down. Does he fall in love with the? Do they? Do him and the nurse hook up at the end? Well, you see, that's how it unsatisfyingly ends their bit too. Like a lot of them do. She, now, now she's in love with Phil, but not really in love. It's just like the hope of a dating. You know, like. A surprise, and look, she's really looking pretty nowadays. Yeah. Glasses are off, hair's not in a bun. Mm-hmm. Oh. I liked when her hair was up. It was kind of bunny. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to find it bunny. Oh, <laughs> uh, the psycho nurses. Right. Now, Michael Richards continues to try to kill Saul, but... Sal, but he keeps getting, you know, interrupted, operated on. He's like, they put a thing up my wang. Chalk. They made me drink chalk. Chalk, right. They stick a tube up my ass. here's more unfunny bits we will see Uh, her out trying the beds and it doesn't you know okay now he's going to assist in surgery and he was specially picked and like he's kind of like snobby you know about it but he won't be able to cut and it's because of this stupid stupid backstory in which he had a birthday trauma okay it's so bad but it sets us up for later he can't do operations okay the greatest surgeon in the world right lenny to our squiggy he can't do it right see look he's gonna cut chuck mcgill he almost went to the supreme court that is the uh, hollywood's most professional torso double by the way (laughs) only the finest Right, he that he started with um, hand modeling. Yeah, and, and then he you know, moved to money. Wrist, mm-hmm. and he went to inside his elbow, and then he went, finally got to the torso. Okay, so now we're having a Dr. Simon August flashback. Look, he's the little boy in a doctor's coat, and, like, the family's playing football, and he's, like, the football doctor. 
It's funny. This movie was made recently. The cam- it would be cameo galore in the flashback. Yeah. There's Ed Bagley uh, Jr. Jr. Okay, I'll take it back. Okay, they're playing a prank on him. Grandpa, how you cut? That's this how we is a the flashback in surgery. <laughs> ah! uh, it's Gary Marshall. <laughs> he looked old when he was young. Yeah, I know. He pulled it off, though. <laughs> okay, always, so yeah. this. I'm sorry. Okay, finish your no. thought because he he when he when he shows up in comedic roles, he always played this kind of schlubby authoritarian author, oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. He always looked like he was in his forties minimum. Right, even when he wasn't. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. So. All we have is okay. Don't you think it's dumb? This like he has a childhood trauma. Now he can't cut. It's like, are they trying to be airplane? Uh, oh, I know that's from Bur- uh, Borat. My wife. Now look at Carrie. Oh, <laughs> wait, Carrie. That doesn't make sense. The horror lady, Carrie. Yes, yeah, the hand was out of the grave, like at the end of Carrie. Spoiler! I gotcha. Oh, I didn't realize that. They they buried her, and her hand came out. Yeah, at the end of the movie, right. um, Carrie does blood, die. I remember that. Well, at the end of the film, they do get a wet, you know, like he, he goes, Mom, she go Okay, well, anyway, at the way end of the movie, she, it's a dream sequence, and this girl is at the grave of Carrie, and then spookily her hand comes up and grabs the wrist, you know? And then she wakes up, I'm having trauma in the mental hospital. I got you. All right, thank you, Carl. I appreciate it. Now I got Wait, hang on. Oh, because of what, <laughs> that movie reference. Oh, oh. now I get it. Oh. you see the Jewish dog? Okay, now, geez, he's like, it's horrible, it's horrible. He's like, oh, woe is me. I can't cut, I can't cut him. I express it through anger, Sean Young. And Sean's like, let me help you. You can't perform in the operating room. I'll see that you can. And now they're going to have their first sexual encounter He's gonna perform in the surgery the room. room. Yeah. Is uh, Taylor Negron watching in the peanut gallery? Well, the short answer is no, but the long answer is yes. Yes, they are being watched. And they're being watched by Harry Dean Stanton. And he's watching right now. It's horrible. He sees the whole thing. With his hairy beans. <laughs> oh, and also, um, um, the boyfriend on Kramer's up there, too. Saul Rubinek. Okay, let me tell you about him. Saul Rubinek, yeah. We saw him in White Coats. This guy's interesting because he was born in this refugee camp in Germany, and his father was, like, had Yiddish... Yiddish Repository Theater Company. Reper- no, reper- repertory. Like a repertoire. Right, not like Yiddish- a repository. Right. Kind of like it, but not like it. Yiddish. Yeah. Repertory Theater Company. Anyway, he was a Shakespearean actor and he started in Canada. But anyway, I know him from. Frasier. Do you know him on Frasier? I don't think I've seen the TV show Frasier. 
All right, so what about Unforgiven then? Unforgiven? Yes, I have seen Unforgiven. He was like the uh, the guy who was like writes books, but it was comic books, graphic novels. Oh, all right. I mean, I've seen his face in hundreds of things, and I just right. uh... he is one of those. Wall Street, Bonfire of the Vanities, Nixon, yeah. True Romance, Against All Odds. He is one of those guys. And it's now, funny because his hair is so big in this movie. Yes. Look, are you getting funny? The doctor called. He goes. What? So he's not having an affair. Right, he's not. But he is like getting emotionally touched by this person, you know? Okay, here they're interrupted. I was worried about the tests, but now no matter what happens with the tests, I will have had sex. I, d I think this is a little gross. What? <laughs> now let's try it again. Stop chatting so much. Dr. Ludwig. How long have you been with him? Well, let's just say I loved it when you bit his butt. Which is in the beginning. Doctor, what are you doing up there? I've been looking all over for you two. He's got the results of the test. Oh, wow. He's got the results of the test and everything is okay. Wow, that's good sex. And you're like, did you do all the tests? One, two, and three? Because three was the big one. And he goes, yes, I did. <laughs> then it's like, he goes, she goes, here, listen, listen. Uh, Is there anything else? Anything else? Well, go right ahead. I'll just stay here and observe. <laughs> he, goes, she goes, he goes, beat it. And he goes, like. So now Frazier, which he never saw that show, he goes, but you didn't run the third test. Like, apparently he, he's, I don't know why he does it. It's stupid. He knows that she's going to die from the results, and she, he lies. But, but Frazier was in the room, too. That's the joke as well. Yeah. Well, there's not a joke. Oh, yes, okay. that he was watching them, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of the... Well, goodness, it's City Hospital. Okay, now we're going to have... A, that's Charlie's mom from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, how funny. Yeah, isn't that cool? And he's oh, a yeah. cameo from a soap. There's Charlie's mom. Do you know Charlie's mom? I know Charlie Day, and I know that his character probably had a mom, and the show's been going on for 16 seasons. So, yeah, I, I know Charlie's mom. <laughs> So that last soap here, this is Scott from the General Hospital. I know these two from General Hospital. It's like, I've examined your breasts, your butt, your big... He goes, well, I'm like... He goes, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they say dirty it's words Christmas in the movie. Time. God, this movie. Yes. Okay, here's have... Uh, here's... Uh. Here's like a Maria. 
Okay. Big party tonight. A lot of broads. <laughs> you can hear it okay? Yeah. I hear Hector. Oh, yeah. So he's now asking her on a date, and she's saying yes. Is Pop fine? Oh, right. Michael Richards finally did it. Of course, Michael Richards is having news, Carl. Can you believe it? Lynching. Yeah. He hung himself. Of course, he did the lynching. Oh. <laughs> okay, now, with all the strength that Sal can muster, he takes off the noose and puts it onto the foot of... Okay, because it's like, will I ever win? The answer is no. Kramer right. will never win. Did you hear the story that Jerry Seinfeld is teasing a, a reboot of sorts for Seinfeld? I mean, it's probably going to oh, be a commercial. I wonder what they would do with, with Kramer, though, because he's so toxic. They No, they it's been that was 2006. So you're right, he's toxic, but that was 2006. They will think to themselves that enough time has passed. I did. There was a Curb Your Enthusiasm where they addressed it. He played himself. Right. He played himself. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I still think, I don't think he could get away. Like, you just, that's something you just can't get away from. Well, okay, so it's a, it's a nice party. And then, look, he's like, you uh, should have that mole removed. The lighter ones can stay. What a killjoy. Yeah, that movie just went from G to to G G G. Now here G -G. comes Susan Lucci, and her whole thing is you must be a very rich if you're a doctor. There she is. There she is. Wow. I knew, it, I, knew I knew it. I knew it. I'm overdressed. I'm overdressed. So uh. I think. Really cute how uh, Hector Elizondo is, is in this love affair with this young doctor who wants to be a psychologist. Is that Rick Overton? Yeah, Rick Overton, Beverly Hills Cop, Groundhog Day. I just don't think he's very good. I'm sorry. Uh, he's great. Carl, you know, he's a, he's a comedian. And uh, I yes. seen him, in, speaking of comedy day, we were talking about that earlier. I uh -huh. saw him and Robin Williams do like a, a bit together on stage. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're buddies. You know, Rick Overton, right? Groundhog's Day, Million Dollar Mystery. He has this young rubbery face, right? Like on every man. Yes. Race. And then you know he's one of those guys. He got older. He has a beard now, and uh, yeah, he looks he great older book. too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I didn't mean. Oh, there's Charlie's mom on the left. I didn't mean to say. I just meant in this film his performance i don't like sure. it the, it's very flat all right look this is still funny stuff how they he's sometimes a man and sometimes a woman he likes to fuck an ice cream yeah or holiday on ice holiday on ice i can definitely get a couple tickets now he sees the boobs i know it's a little awkward don't be sorry santa claus is helper over there without a shirt embarrassed by that embarrassed no i'm just dr swang always says Try not to notice. Get off my couch. How about that? No, so psychiatrist thinks that a woman is saying 
this isn't cool. I see a naked, you know, did you see, you know, but the boy, the Hector is saying, check out those tits, you know, so that's, okay. She's like, this time I am pregnant. She got her stomach popped. I'm really pregnant this time. Ted McGinty. I can't even recognize him as silhouette. Ted McGinty, so they called him the curse because uh, he was on Happy Days and then they said the show got canceled or the show went down in quality. But he was on Happy Days for for many seasons. And then they said the same thing. He was on some sitcom that got canceled and then there was the Ted McGinty curse. Well, okay, it isn't fair because he was on Dynasty, he was on Love Boat, he was in Revenge of the the Nerds. There's a lot of ships he did not sink. I think it was a coincidence he was on Happy Days. Well, he was on Happy Days for like four seasons, five seasons. Hope and Faith, I guess, is the ABC sitcom, and it was a Married with Children spinoff. Spinoff, really? Yeah, is what it says here. We, it wasn't on my radar. Now, didn't New Year's Eve pass? Why is everyone still Santa Clausing? Um, is this still Christmas then, right? I know we're maybe it's late in the year. That's a good point. Oh my God. Those boobs are to die for. Now she has been in other stuff we've seen. Okay. Um, sure. I recognize that face anywhere. Okay. Now here's something I hate about the film. Okay. Sean Young says to Michael McKean here, like I've decided I'm not going home to my rural you know, I'm not going to serve my community as the daughter of the doctor who served his community. I'm not carrying on the legacy. I'm going to marry you and be in Beverly Hills. I hate this part of the movie. Every <laughs> It should be the other way around. He's the stiff, tough one. He needs right. to, like, change his character. And I, I'll, I've never been a country doctor before, but I Bet you I can learn. I, I Doc, just they ripped off Doc Hollywood. All right, they ripped it <laughs> off. Okay, like this he was is great. Be... Listen, this is Hector on the fucking guitar. Yeah, the fucking guitar is that a special kind of guitar? No, but remember, it was like a fucking guitar. Yeah. So I thought that was really impressive. Hector can really play. He's really good in this movie. I understand why Gary Marshall was like, you know what? You're all right. Yeah. In New Year's Eve. He was in um, Princess Diaries and Beverly Hills Cop. And Yeah, he well, he's great in Beverly Hills Cop. In fact, he was in all the three One, two, three, right? That was pretty early. Wait a minute. In Beverly Hills Cop, he was in Beverly Hills Cop 3. Because one of the guys, one of the original guys wasn't in it. He was in retirement. But I, <laughs> yes, but Axel, he told me everything about you. You remember there was like Judge yep. Reinhold and then there was the crusty old white guy. The crusty old white guy never made it to the third one. I don't know if he gets, character gets shot. I know the, the sergeant gets shot. So mm-hmm. in replace, they had a replacement guy. He's like, oh yeah, the dead guy told me all about you, Axel. And I, I am just like him. Okay, now, he's, you know, we're going to get married, and they're singing Barbershop Quartet. And then she gets sick. Oh, my God, we must be going into Act 3. 
and we got to save Sean Young's life. She's too young to die. Yeah, she is. I'm too short to die. Well, actually, no, honey. I'm too young to die. That yes, oh, that, that, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's only the young who die. Young. Only the good, and you suck. Only the Sean die young. Sean. Wait, only the good Sean the, young. The, only you know the Sean. I like her movies, but I prefer only the good Sean young movies. <laughs> <laughs> only the good Sean Young. Only no, no, don't mention that. Only the that good one. Sean Young. So I keep waiting for you to bring up Sean Young and Defender because she's such a kook, and you haven't done it. I've been waiting oh, the whole movie. Defender, yes. Oh, I've seen her a bunch of stuff. You know, yeah, we did that movie, did we? Yeah, we did Doctor Jekyll. Yeah. Oh, okay, I saw listen. her. In a well, okay, just for the plot, just know he's found a surgeon that could save her life. But oh, yeah. it's like the only operation ever. It's very complicated. And I'm going to play audio clips later. Okay, go There's on. There's a movie she did called The Addiction, which, which uh, James Wood. And yeah. it's about this guy who kind of goes to Hollywood, goes to Los Angeles, starts a career. And there's a scene during the happy moments. The movie's called The Addiction. But uh, right. during happy moments... Him and Sean Young share hot dogs outside of Pink Hot Dogs in Hollywood. Oh, and they they're like standing outside the hot dog place and they're like wrapping arms, eating hot dogs together, like you know, like romantically eating hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, um, there was um, okay. There, I, one moment. Okay, James Woods in '89 sued Young for harassing him and his then fiance um, disruptive behavior left a disfigured doll on his doorstep. Uh, she denies the allegations and claims that Woods just filed a lawsuit like out of spite because they were, it was a crush being turned down. That's all. So sue me. And he did. And it was settled out of court. So he kind of didn't, but, but he didn't win. Like young was, it's a, they paid for her legal costs, two hundred and twenty something thousand dollars. So she, obviously, it was judged as frivolous or something. Yeah, you know, There's I don't incidents here for her not to be a weird person, but this one she might not have done anything. I think when okay. it comes to her and James Woods, oh, you see the, the bedpan, the bomb, right? Which was intended. The bomb was, of course, intended for the mob. She's like, no smoking. Of course, it's going to be time for bodily function. Uh, no. Nuts. Oh, no, not my nuts. My nuts. Not my nuts. Carl, but, you know we've learned from acting. If you get hit in the nuts, what do you say? Uh, oh, fuck. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's what it was. That's um octagon and there was another one. Thunderground? Anyway. Michael Richards is too smart for that. So he pees into the bedpan. Of course, that turns off the dynam, dynam, the fuse. But he's going to smoke in an oxygen tent, blowing himself up anyway. <laughs> and he's got the wrong end anyway. Oh, they had one free days. Oh. Oh, there he is. Back they to built normal. that sign just for that joke. Okay, now. The... The only operation that can save um, his life, coincidentally, can be done by this guy. Now, 
he's refusing to do it because it's too you got to hear it okay it's all over so he's refusing to kiss on the fire even though he did it once before okay so he goes look i've appealed to you as a man listen to this check this out okay This is really funny. I would leave this in my edit. Okay, well, I'll be right back. No, Mike, no, wait. Look, nobody. Okay. Anesthesiologist? Second person? Did you catch it, Mike? Work with them. It'll be good fine. Oh. Oh. He missed the funniest thing. He'll come back for this unfunny bit. Okay. <laughs> Listen, uh, this Gary Marshall was great. He started his career in the 60s with, like, The Lucy Show, Dick Van Dyke Show. And that's not I Love Lucy. I, it's The Lucy Show, Dick Van Dyke, The Odd Couple. Um, he developed the TV adaptation of The Odd Couple. And, uh, of course, he created Happy Days. That was really what launched him. His sister was in Laverne and Shirley. And why not? Why not? She deserves it, kind of. Um he loved Hector Elizondo, and he was in every film he ever made. Um, I don't know. There's other uninteresting stuff, like he wore a different baseball jacket to the set every day, and there's a list here, but he, he was worth a snuff. Mike, did you come back? Damn it. Damn it. I hear the mic. You're back? Hi, Carl. Hi. Remember that pee joke from an hour ago? Yeah, they got to me. Finally that got was to me. so funny. Not oh, not when Michael Richards pees. <sighs> that pee joke was not a joke. I had to pee all this time. This whole time. Okay, for future shows, what I do—you can't see it here—is I have a hose that I took from a douche, and it leads to a bucket. And if I gotta go, I just mute out. Now, why don't you show the bucket? Well, um, it, I just don't want to, like, if we are hosting for Thanksgiving, and if I was to spill on the carpet, she would freak. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, so Mannequin the, 2. <laughs> Mannequin 3, the horror film, she cracks apart. Um, they are practicing the operation. We're getting jokes. That guy stutters. She's a ballerina. Okay, so he's, he's, he's teaching the crew over and over. They're getting better and better at performing the operation as a team. Like you have to turn this blood pressure off and then for only for 30 seconds or her heart will stop. So you turn the blood pressure back on and you have, you have to go through the caragaragary artery. Was um, that a designer Jean joke that, that we, that the model just lying there? Yes. It was yeah. Calvin Klein. Um, I'm not sure. It was like magazine poster kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay, look, uh, the nurse saw him steal the pills, okay? So she called the police, okay? Oh. And, right. Now, we're not even at the end of the film, and their little love story is going to pay off here. And the payoff is terrible. He's going off to jail, and he'll never be seen again with, like, still, like, However many minutes left in the film. It's it's a bad choice uh, of the writing. 
and I blame Gary Marshall even though he didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you could blame Gary Marshall for a lot of things, but, you know. Oh, Phil, it had to be this way, Phil. We're getting not funny jokes. It's going to be a car crash. Doors locked. It's going to be a car chase. Car chase. Doors locked. No chase. No chase. Is that that's funny? funny? Yeah, I okay. think that's funny. There's the blind cop. Am I pointing this at you? Did we get him? He's got a tin cup. Good job, Abe. We I'm sorry, Phil, but it just had to be this way. Use me as a warning. Is this funny? I think, is it satire? Yes. That is funny. It's supposed to be a soap opera. You seen Soap Dish? I saw it on Max recently. I did not see Soap Dish. It's Maybe really funny. I did. Wait, is it the behind the scenes of a, like, she didn't know she had a daughter or something? That's right. Maybe I saw it. Yeah. Was it Gary Sally Marshall's Fields? Kidding. Yeah, Sally Fields and Robert Downey Jr. back in the day, and uh, oh, maybe Goldberg's in it. Who's that great actor? Uh, he was in Fish Called Wanda. That great Kevin Cos. Uh, okay. Yeah. Listen, it. it's time for the operation. It's the day of, and it needs to be. Oh no, they're on strike. Yeah, that's right. This sucks. So let me ruin it for you. She, we strike out, and she dies. Nice JK! Woo! Just fucking with ya! <clears throat> it goes, your pay can I interview you, woman on the street? What do you think of this nurse's life? Listen to his girl voice, right? I got nothing to do with it. Get off the car! Hey, you here? Excuse me, I, I, I don't give a fuck about this drug as an asshole. I'm like, oh, well, thank you very hey, much. Hey, come here. Get off the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He really is. He's got this glorified role in uh, New Year's Day. You see, the ball in Times Square can't fall. There's something wrong with it. It's not going to fall. So okay. he has to walk up there and, and fix it. Oh, who? Hector. In what movie? Gary Marshall's last film, New Year's Eve. Or New oh, Year's maybe Day. I saw it. It must not have been You've good. seen it, right? Ashton Kutcher's in the elevator New Year's Eve, and it breaks down, and he's there with this girl, and they fall in love. Mm -hmm. I think. Okay. Now Gary Marshall, yeah. Now we're getting a wrap-up of another love story. And I again, oh. I think it's too early. It's a Dear John letter from Angela. And what voice is he hearing? Move me deeply. But for various fucking reasons. Various fucking reasons. This movie wouldn't be fun on TV because they would have edited out the uh, Hector cursing. Right. Yeah. Oh! You weren't supposed to be here. You weren't supposed to be here. Hey, get me out of You're here. supposed to be in surgery. Pull out this affidavit from my practice affidavit. English? 
What kind of mask are those? Like he has to tie it around in the back of his head? No, it goes... Yes, it goes over the... This isn't going to work. I've been wearing masks a few times myself. I, I haven't really seen it like that. You've always been honest with me. The fact that you curse all the time... I don't control that. I don't give a fuck about that. I can control the fucking curse. Not that. When you look at me, what do you see? Listen, listen. I'm married. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Saul's realizing he's he he's overhearing like a breakup. Why is that guy dressed like that during this whole movie? Because he's in the mob and they're going to kill the father. That's what uh, Michael Richards was there for. No, I'm talking about the guy behind Hector. The World he War One guy. Sal, who, who's better now. Sal, Sal, who's better now. He had like some sort of, remember he was paralyzed? Right, yeah. Now he's better and they're checking out. He sent the Dear John letter. But okay. Yeah. Now this is really good. He finds out he's broke. It's really good, man. All remember right, how he freaked out before? This yeah. is that level of freak out. Oh, it's the phone taped up? Look at that comedy yeah, silence. Yeah. Right! Continuity person. You gotta milk every joke for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. Get angry, Dabney. I was never in the silver market. And then Sarah's after you and the bottom fell out of the market. That's why they call it risk capital. Hey, Joseph. All right. What the heck? For a brilliant surgeon with a sharp ankle, so lucky. Uh, don't do nope. Don't do it to yourself. Oh, no. No. Oh, of course, the case is bulletproof. Don't you hate when you bring guns into the hospital? Yeah. Five minutes before the operation. All right. Okay, now. The guy we just saw freak out is the head surgeon, is the surgeon who performed this before, is the surgeon who's going to perform it now, okay? But he will go fucking mashuga, okay? And mishugana? he will not, well, on the, I think it's mashugana, but on the over, on the, you know, the head, uh, the, oh, yeah. The, yeah, they go, doctor so-and-so won't be performing the... He's gone, Meshuga. I love it. Okay, crank that up. All the audience is coming in, you know, to they got see playbills. Big Doctor. Yep. They got ushers. Sign seating. Ow! <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? He shot it with the gun. He's, he's on a rampage. He shot her toe. Due to the nurses strike, we're being staffed today by... Oh, they got punk rockers. Yeah, because the the nurses strike. Now these this woman, I know her face. I just don't have I just too much to research in right. this movie. She's gotta yeah, be no, a I hear you. Sir, you'll have to take a number, sir. Okay. In my edit would be this stupid little joke. Okay, so he thinks he sees you know, our man, but he, it won't be. 
will have, I don't know, some kind of, it's sort of flat, even though it's acted well. But this guy next to him goes, he goes, tell me my chances, doctor, tell me my chances. And he gives him the gun. He goes, it's that bad? This is There you go. <laughs> Watch what he does. Uh, <laughs> that would be in my 20 minute edit of making this film funny. Your 20 minute edit. Director's cut. Right. Carl being a different director. Right. Opinionated assholes cut. 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. Done with this film. Okay, so now he's just getting the news that Doctor's not coming. Listen, I really wanted to have a big debate with you. You'd say Sean Young was as unfairly uh, characterized. And I do um, think she's unfairly characterized. Right. I also, I would, I, what I, what I think is, things. it's it's that sometimes the guys get away with their craziness more. The, the yeah, it's true about you're right about it as like something of our world, but but okay, listen. She had a small role in Wall Street because she had clashes with Oliver Stone. She was supposed to have this big role in Wall Street, and she ended up just being the wife in that one scene, remember? Yeah. You know the Catwoman thing. Sure, she showed up to the set. Uh, she showed up to Warner Brothers dressed as Catwoman. But she wasn't the first. But then, like, Angela, uh, David Bowie's uh, wife dressed up as uh, Catwoman over years during the 60s. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. It's just sort of welcomed. Uh, if Sam which, Rockwell did that shit, people would be like, oh, can you believe how crazy that guy was? He dressed up as Batwoman and all right. showed up and said, All right, maybe you got me there. How about this then? Uh, she was cast as uh, Trest something in Dick Tracy. She was dismissed in... That's true heart. Yeah. She doesn't seem maternal in the role. And then Young said later her dismissal was punishment for having rebuffed Warren Beatty's advances, a statement Beatty denies. Oh, so who played Tess Trueheart? His then-girlfriend Madonna, right? So uh, No, it was... Um, she was Breathless Mahoney. Uh, breathless it was Mahoney. Um, Glenn Hedy. Headley. Glenn Headley? I don't know. I... That's a movie I never really want to rewatch. All right, she's been in rehab twice, okay, and she sure she has problems. I don't know if she's acting right now. Is she currently acting? Can I see yes. Sean Young? Is yes, something? she is. Yes, you could see her in. I have a late two thousand late credit somewhere. It's not jumping out at me. Okay, well she's still out there. I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, it, it I don't know. She stole. She was accused of stealing two like MacBook laptops. She had a scuffle at the 84th Academy Awards. She didn't have a ticket. She slapped a security guard. They dropped the charges later. I don't know. God bless her. God bless her. I enjoy her on the screen. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was a thankless role. I, 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 I would have to say Ace Ventura was unfortunate that she, that uh, the joke was that she was trans and that they were all shocked by it at the end. Well, it was 90 what? Something. Yeah, it was nine. Right, it was, it was, right, it was only thirty years ago. I mean, um, it was thirty years ago. Yeah, it's um, Mayo Clinic, Mount Sinai, Jewish Hospital. 
1994 was Pet Detective. They found out that, like, the real surgeon's not going to do it. This intern guy is. And so, okay, so out of love of her and the fact that he can function in this room, he cuts her. And the operation begins. And now we have our Act 3 rush to... Don't faint. No, no. No, our Act 3 rush to, like have the ticking time bomb that you know like they've got to perform the operation flawlessly and within these time parameters and they must reconnect this vein before the heart stops and all the other story all the other storylines wrapped up right so uh taylor negron is arrested he tells the woman he loves to yes make him an example uh hector and the doctor have a sweet moment they're broken up Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, we also already wrapped up the two happy days, like... Uh, oh, Ted and the uh, the pregnant lady. Yeah, but that might have been an Act 2 thing. All right, so it's not working well, okay? Let's just turn it on so you can hear some stress. And he okay. needs someone with little hands, and the nurses are on strike. So he's like, me! Uh, but the guy's... <laughs> Substitution. Dr. Chamberlain in for Dr. August. Color commentary. That's it. That's it. Well, it's to the people who remain. I'm hearing the saxophagioid nerve. That's your friend. Now, she broke the picket line. I'm a nurse. Go where I'm needed. She knows where she's needed. I'm needed here. Admire your dedication. But ain't all dedication. Meanwhile, the clock is ticking. Right, they're talking about. I appreciate you being a scab. Hey, we're trying to save a life here, remember? (laughs) Come on. There's a, um, they did a Reagan joke. They've done that a few times. Why did you sell the drugs, Reaganomics? Um, Why did you break the strike? Because of my cousin was an air traffic controller. Air traffic controller. (laughs) Oh, it's hilarity. He's choking on the suction. He, he, he. Well, I mean, there's a lot of visual gags. Is the basketball court still in there? The Look movie? at the yes. Look at the tie on their heads. That's where they tie the top of no, it. I got it now. Okay. <clears throat> I would not want to walk outside with that, though. No, there's been lots of advances in the mask in mask technology and design, sure. and this, these were patented, and they're just yesteryear. I wouldn't be caught dead in a mask I, like that. It's... I heard the mask in the 90s was smoky. <laughs> they had skimpy masks, too. You could, they were really... you seen Jim Carrey in the mask? Right. Smoky. Oh, I get it. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> I knew you didn't get it. I explained it again. Okay, it's going south. Everything's going wrong. It's not going to happen. He's sucking his thumb? No, I think he's saying he's... It's not funny. Oh, this is close encounter music. Yeah. It is the close encounter song. That's right. They've been doing that every time they go to the monitor. They pick a different icon. Iconic uh, melody. No more heartbeat. Do they do that one? Those are in 20 cc's. Oxygen! Oxygen! 
Now, she's okay. All the machinery says she's got no vitals. Okay, right. But the truth is, somebody unplugged it, which doesn't make sense because you wouldn't get any electricity at all. It's not like. But at the same time, see that oh, whoop, no. whoop, 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 game over. Whop, 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 whop. But it's just because someone kicked it out. Okay, so here's what I want to say to you. They think she's dying and she's not. He goes, 10 cc's of adrenaline. Like they pumped her with crap, you know, and they massaged the, like if you were really fine and someone gave you all that adrenaline and a little electric shock, you'd be like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks she's dead. And then we find out it was just the thing was unplugged. Quick, save her. And they will be able to. Oh, she's breathing. Yeah, she's and her eyes are opening. The, and and uh... someone must have put in another quarter. Oh, oh it's a miracle uh, that it illuminates without any power. I don't understand that. Maybe they have like a couple minutes of juice left in there. Oh, now everything's <laughs> back to normal. Yeah, because he plugged it in, and that's her big joke. And the first time I ever saw this film, I didn't notice that that's an impossibility. Oh, you went with it. You know, it reminds me of City Under Siege, Police Academy 5, where oh, there's... Uh, just a, It's an appearance of a soap star. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so the city has a blackout, and there's chaos everywhere. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here's a Demi Moore cameo. Okay. Demi, Demi Moore, Moore. Demi Moore. She is in this bit. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, so there's a Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Do you remember that from Monty Python? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, so uh, uh, there's a blackout, and uh, Michael Winslow, to stop the crowd at the comedy club, takes the microphone and does impressions. Okay, now, this is interesting, but I don't like it. The one love interest half and the other love interest half are now connecting, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> so, it isn't done well. Okay, Here's something really stupid, too. They take a person who came out of surgery and bring her out into the open air, exposed to getting knocked over and someone on the street flicking an ash on her. Are they, is this like Italy? No, it's... Somewhere in Los Angeles or Canada. It's Yeah, right. Good call, Canada. But it's Los Angeles because this is ABC TV. And right. I have a location somewhere... Uh, they took 41 days to shoot. The name of the facility is City Hospital. Okay, so now we get, like, you're alive! That kind of crap. Sure. Where is where it was shot? <clears throat> Similar titles. It's Rancho Los Angeles is a hospital in Downey, California. Downey. Downey, California. Big deal. Look, hi, hi. Uh, uh, it was she, a mistake to do this. But luckily, they'll stop her with balloons. And we'll get a nice kissy-kissy moment with balloons. Is that funny? She takes her glasses off. He puts he them puts on. It on. 
And there's the guys who didn't. Maybe they'll kiss. Da, 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 uh, da, our da, wedding da, is da, in da. the hospital. I, I could have sworn I saw Ed end credits play. Right, and he the joke was he goes not now, not now, and they roll back. Oh, he God, goes now. He just said now. Now, now it rolls. Oh, he had to wait to get married. We had a marriage in a hospital. Please keep it down, cause we're having a wedding. <laughs> I see you as <laughs> stat stat. I see now, you married. Now he's pediatrician at Disney World, and you know we're gonna go through each character and oh no, really? Yeah, we already did. Oh, so we're hearing it now. Rick Overton is now named their first son Crystal Bernard. They call yeah. the kid Peckerhead. Was it she in like TJ Hooker? She went on to do TJ Hooker. Or the Fall Guy or one of those shows. Dr. Oliver Ludwig moved to Hawaii and became a professional wine taster. Ha 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 ha. Because he's an alcoholic. Ha 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 ha. Well, also because he tasted the piss, remember? Pamela Reed, yes. She got a aww, because she won the Mother Teresa Award. Aww. Uh, is, is that realistic that he would be at the wedding? Yeah, sure. Why not at this point? <laughs> and come to a sheriff. Da, 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 da. What about all the wacky guys who are not doctors? Uh, like this one? Like da, Michael da, da. Richards. And, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is who they showed us at the end with the wedding. This is their... He's handcuffed. Yeah, he's trying to eat the jelly. Oh, the drugs. Punk it's Roger, drugs. Are they throwing drugs at him? Yeah. Now look, how can he be in public if he remember he was on the run? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, they had to show him at the end. Michael I swear that guy looks. He looks like uh. He looks like Gary Marshall, the other guy. Look here's uh, Hector. This is Hector, I know. Yeah. There's Hector. Bold, even bold in ninety eighty two. Yep. He always looked old. Well, I said bold, but he old and bold. No, bald, right? Oh, you yeah. said bold, bold. I heard I said, bold. Oh, I thought you. I thought you said old. Oh, yes, look at I that! Did. It's like a I heart. Did. Isn't that cute? There were no laser beam effects used in this oh, movie. Oh, Stop! Oh, All right, enough oh, of the jokes. Oh, Carl, Carl what did you think of this movie? I thought this movie was bad. You really needed to see it without us. Having said that, it was bad. You could see how this guy was going to be great. You know, and he was already great. He had already made Happy Days and done, I not I Love Lucy, but the Lucy. Sh I mean, he was all over Dick. He was Dick all over TV. And yeah. I, he, I go, he yeah. was, yeah. I always wanted to see this movie. I remember seeing the ads in the newspaper, and it's a mixed bag. You know, it's kind of fun to see young versions of people I think are funny in it. And mm -hmm. I don't know. It wasn't that great. It had some moments. It does have moments. There was some really funny moments. Well, cool. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Thank you, Film Major, for uh, posting this movie.
Because Lord knows, I don't think I would be able to find it. And you know how I found it, Carl? I went to my Amazon and uh-huh. I typed in Young Doctors. It says unavailable. So I went to my oh. YouTube, typed it in, and there it was. Yeah, Thank you, perfect. YouTube. Well, we hope you enjoyed Young Doctors in Love. Hope you enjoyed all the Carl's research and our little banter back and forth. We do this every week. We'll be back next Sunday, 2 p.m. You can hear, hear us first on mutinyradio.fm. A lot of great shows, a lot of live stand-up comedy shows there. You're a comedian you can sign up if you love to see live comedy come by or you could just hear it on the radio station we have a youtube channel we have a podcast you can find us by typing in l w a f l m o i t while you're at it type in carlsucks.com find out where carl's at carl where's you at scotty's scotty's what else uh, is there? Yeah, and I'll be at uh, Sketchfest in February of 2024. It's uh, nice. And, uh, yeah, February fourth. Try to join difficulties. You. Yeah, well, that'll be fun. Come yeah. on over to San Francisco. Yeah, we'll do it there. All right, well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed the show and uh, check out our. We don't have a Patreon page, so we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. Watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T.
let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hey, man. Face the right way the first time this time. That's how you know it's going to be a good episode. I concur. Guy on my left. Um, <laughs> we are also <laughs> oh, on... I should say we are right now streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. What a fantastic internet radio station coming out of the Mission District of San Francisco. We have been on the air since 2016. You can listen to us first every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Let us watch. We're going to have you listen to our podcast and watch a movie on YouTube at the same time. We're also a podcast. You have to find us by the acronym mentioned up front. L. L. W. A. L. O. T. Y. T. stands for the two words YouTube. And you could also go to. We're also right now on YouTube itself. How Apple eat itself. One word website. YouTube. The two word website. The words being you and tube. Um, go ahead. You can f go subscribe to us, L W A F L M O Y T. And you know, Carl, we've been on the air for several years. Do us a favor, go to iTunes, just give us a review. Yeah, I said it. I said it after seven years. I finally said it, Carl. What is the movie this week? Well, that's actually what I'm going to ask you, head of the family, 1996, Michael. What is the movie this week? It's Head of the Family from 1996. Carl, no. I feel like our world is upside down. Normally, you research and watch a movie, and then I come in cold. But this episode... This is like a switcheroo. It's like you're over here now. All right, we're going to milk as much mileage. Milk as, milk as much <laughs> as we can out of this video. Switcheroo. This is okay, a switcheroo wait, episode. You go to YouTube search engine, you, you put in the head, no, just head of the family, no, the, yes. 1996. That's correct. This is What's a movie directed time? by Charles Spann, and his production company, Full Moon Features, is hosting this movie. So Full this Moon is Features official, themselves? Yeah, they're, this, this is, they're officially giving this movie away for free, albeit, albeit edited, but don't worry. Plenty. By the way, can I just give a content warning up front? Full uh, frontal yeah. nudity. Full frontal nudity. Thank you for warning us. <laughs> and there's some gore, and there's a scummy boyfriend, but for the most part, full frontal nudity and some well, some some mad scientists. If you if that kind of upsets you, which <laughs> I was uh, rattled. Anyway, fine. Head of the family, 1996. Full Mike. moon features. That's yes. a lot of information to digest. It's, so now it's a chore. No, it's not a chore because what Mike has done is he's gone and double down invested in the quality of this film, this uh, this episode by getting an interview with a celebrity, not comedian. He, yeah, I would call him a comedian if you oh, think celebrity uh, comedian countdown. He's an NPR humorist. How about that? Ah. Ah. <laughs> so look take it away mike hello hey welcome to a special switcheroo edition of comedian celebrity comedian countdown uh here with your host mike spiegelman and our special guest adam felber welcome adam 
Great to have you here on LWAFLMOIT. It is a pleasure to be here. Wow, and that crowd is that crowd is pumped. Red hot. You know what? Normally Carl does these interviews and he has like some kind of crowd noise. I just wanted to trump him up front, provide our own crowd noise. Adam Felber, great to have you here. Adam is a, you probably recognize Adam from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, who is, I can't believe I get to say this, a panelist on the show. (laughs) Uh, I am, yes. One of the great 20th century jobs, keeping it alive, being a panelist. I love it. I love Uh, it too. It's, It's the easiest job in show business. Oh, no, you've been doing it every week. It's great. It always well, not every week, but, but uh, you know, they rotate us in and out. But, boy, you just go in, you make jokes, you leave. Love it. And you can also hear Adam and uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me regular, Paula Poundstone with their own podcast. Uh, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone. And you have something, uh, we'll talk about it later, called Dad, ban- Dad Bandland. So Dad Bandland, yes. Yes, I do. We'll, let's <laughs> save that for last. Okay. You wrote... I couldn't believe this. Now, Adam and I know each other. Adam is good friends of my brother, Adam Spiegelman. Also, Adam, Adam. Spiegelman is a god among this show. He created the podcast Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast, which this show is based on. Uh, and we've had him as guests most recently for Come and Get It. So we were all gathered together. And I did not realize this, Adam, that you co-wrote the memoirs for filmmaker Charlie Ban. I did. Co- I did. That was my... Uh, my uh pandemic job oh my god i hadn't written a book in a while but my book agent got in touch with me and said this project might interest you and boy was he right it was fantastic you know the premise of our podcast is that we i've always read about movies and directors but i've never seen had access to their films until youtube came out and now i can watch it i did a classic i read your book first and then i saw his movies oh wow yeah, I had no idea. Like, I've always heard of uh, Full Moon Productions, and I've always heard of the the long, ongoing Puppet Master series, but I had no idea who this young guy was, and I didn't realize how influential he was in the 80s. Holy shit. So the guy, is Charlie Van is his name, and I got to ask you, Adam, up front, I didn't realize, like, in the spirit of Stan Lee, in the spirit of just 20th century showmanship, this guy's a genuine showmanship. How was it to write the memoirs to a guy who's a showman? It was such a trip. And he's such a showman that um, I also thought he was a liar. I think when I, when I first took a meeting with him, he just started unspooling this, this spiel. Uh, not not, not uh, Spiegel. Spiel. Uh, it, he was saying, oh, uh, my dad discovered Marilyn Monroe, so she was my first babysitter. And my granddad was uh, a famous artist, friends with Chagall in Paris, but he was in the White House carving a bust or sculpting a bust of FDR when the Nazis took Paris. And so his new friend FDR settled him in Hollywood. And and it it just went on and on. And he said, I gave Demi Moore her first movie starring role, and I gave Helen Hunt her first starring role, and I accidentally bought the biggest castle in Umbria in Italy, and I, I, I bought Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio south of Rome for no money down and ran it until it was taken from me after three years. Like, this endless spiel. And he and was right. All of, all of it true. turned out to be true. I agreed to the book before I knew it was all true, but right. it was all true. It's, a, it's an amazing, amazing guy. who His, can his grandfather was Max Ban. 
the uh, Parisian uh, artist who he, I've always heard, but I, I've never really connected, you know, him to anything. Yeah. And then also, his son, we should mention, is the lead singer of The Calling. Uh, one his of his son sons. is the lead singer of The Calling. His his dad was John Ford's AD on um, Concrete Jungle, Asphalt Jungle, whatever that movie was. Um, That's the most remarkable. Uh, uh, and he did discover Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And Marilyn we, did live here in my neighborhood. And uh, I found out. As his babysitter. You know, babysat him yeah. when he was one. He, it's also a story of Los Angeles. Like he really loves Los Angeles, and at one point owned thirty-one properties in, yeah. around the area. Insane. He compulsively you, collected properties. One of them is very well known. If you ever watched the um, the uh, first season of or first three seasons of Entourage, the giant mansion that the guys rent that's the that's the Toberman Estate, which abuts uh, uh, that park near Griffith Park, uh, Runyon Canyon. Yeah, and that estate was owned by Charlie for for several years. His I want to talk to you about Empire Pictures, Meta Arts, and the fact the man created 3D movies, recreated it in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, where do you want to start? There's a lot there. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from what I want to t uh, talk about: Wizard Video Games in 1985, licensed <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the 2600. Yeah, Charlie was Charlie takes you know he's not shy about saying that he invented a lot in video That's games. High. He um he got the idea in the late seventies, I think that that um, video games were going to be a thing not just for kids but for adults. And with that in mind, he licensed Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween, and he licensed them for like no money at all. John Carpenter was his buddy; that was easy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, he was already in the business of licensing movies, and. The conventional wisdom was that you can't make a video game for adults, um, and and there was no market for it. So, for very little money, he made a Halloween video game and a Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game, and everybody else turned out to be right. There was no market for games for adults at that time. <laughs> it was a video game bust. It was a bust. They had to sell it. You know, they had to keep it behind the counter and sell it in brown paper bags. And uh, it was, you know, parents wanted to ban it, and uh, they sold zero copies, basically. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Well, now it's like a it's a treasure chest. I mean, if you could yeah. find a copy of that, it's worth so much. Like, and it's one of those hollowed stories. It's funny because I was listening. I listened to the audiobook, so I heard him in full effect. And he said, "I created the most notorious video game." And I said, "Oh, please don't let it be Hunter's Revenge, Custer's Revenge." Right? right? No, please don't it let the... it be the the cum eating one. So I, I told was him really... about Custer's Revenge, though I did. He, he he's kind of a classy guy. Like I really I saw Crash as one of his early seventies films. Yeah, we head of the family. We're going to watch in a couple of minutes, and then I watched uh, Evil Bong Eight, which <laughs> was an hour long from twenty twenty two. I was on all... set for that. I visited him on set. Okay, so why don't we just close? Tell me what it's like being on the set of a Charlie Band production. Well, there's um, there's a lot of good feeling. Everybody's in a good mood. I mean, it, it's a, it's a it, they're real sets. I mean, they there's all the personnel that you'd want. There's the sound people and the lights people, and it it's not it's not a completely cheapo production. Even though he's made over three hundred and fifty movies now, oh um, yeah, there is nudity on set. If you <laughs> spoiler alert, he. There are... but it was it was great nudity. Uh, and by the way, they're at a restaurant for the entire hour, and nobody stands. So you get great quality nudity. 
sitting Wait, above the waist nudity. Yes, above I, the waist nudity. I, I was on that set, and it was um, for these days. He's got this bright idea that like some of his uh, the roles should be influencers that he finds on Instagram because it's a mu- mutually beneficial relationship. The Instagrams, in, the the IG personalities, the influencers be- brag about being in his movie. He gets their audience to see his movie. So those three women played themselves. They were all influencers. Yes. Well, I'll be because the rest of the people like it stands. He has this great like Stanley Marvel vision of of crossovers and having his own editorial video, uh, and so it's 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 a new world for me. So I went blind. I met the Tiger King in that hour. Yep. Did you talk to the Tiger King? <laughs> I talked to everybody on set. He was super influenced as a kid by Marvel Comics. Just and he wanted to create when he first pitched the idea of Universal uh, in the mid-'80s, um, uh, uh, putting his movies out straight to video, he was pitching the idea of an extended universe. He thought that was where, where it was at, that he would have crossovers and have these IPs that would continue forever. And we should mention, he went bust like three times, went right. com- almost completely broke three times, and then reinvented himself. And the smartest thing I think he ever did was the last time he went bust in the early 2000s, when he went bust again because it was between that and his intellectual property and he wanted to keep the evil bong movies the puppet master movies he wanted to keep all his properties because he was like i'll be back and he was right he was absolutely right and now we should mention go to tubi tv there's a really good full moon entertainment channel there there's ads but they have the most recent they have like 40 50 years worth of entertainment there including charlie his his father, who directed, co-directed. Yeah, that's one thing. The Ghoulies 2, I did not realize it was an indoor set. They had a giant carnival. That's nuts. We're that was when he had 3. Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio. Dino went belly up, f- kind of fled to America, although he never he didn't describe it that way. And yeah. uh, through some shady bank deal, gave the studio to Charlie. He had these six sound stages, and he was flourishing. Like the Puppet Master movies were rocking and rolling. So for making Ghoulies 2... He and his dad built a carnival inside a soundstage. Oh, unreal. Unbelievable. And then, of course, Troll, I should mention, great movies. And he mentions he doesn't have the rights to those films. Those are MGM or somebody. Yeah, there's a few of his movies. You know, people people denigrate his movies, but people also watch his movies. So... There's a there's a handful of them, including the ones for kids like Prehysteria, that he hasn't necessarily gotten all the rights back to yet. He would love uh, to get Troll back, but he doesn't have it yet. Right, and he did a lot of good kids movie. I don't know. I honestly, at the end of the day, his stories are really about stories. The mysteries of these, uh, you know, even Crash was about a magic ed, uh, amulet that that causes chaos, and it's always about that unknown. And I, I yeah. think it's really, like, you know, he is exploitative, but. You know, Adam, the definition of his exploitation is really interesting. It's something people really want to see, like the, the yeah. Corona Zombies movie. Oh, yeah. At the beginning of, of the day I met him, he was wrapping production on the, the, the movie that he was shooting right before the, the lockdown for the pandemic. And the movie was called Corona Zombies. And it was basically <laughs> a what if this, this coronavirus was actually a zombie virus. And it was... It was really fun to to watch that movie. And, but yeah, his definition of an exploitation movie is what the classic, the Roger Cormans of the world, how they define it. It's not, you're not exploiting the people. Like a black exploitation movie doesn't exploit um, black people so much as it exploits the fact that people want to see those movies in those conditions right now. Yeah. 
it exploits oh, yeah, it, cultural moments, not the people making them. Yeah, and I thought that was a much solid because there's a lot of like pioneers, like just the way he figured out home video and stuff like that. Other pioneers like that, they're really nasty people, or their their movies after a while get grind down on you. And I didn't really have that vibe with him. And and no, so... he's relentlessly positive, even in the grossest movies. And you're about to watch, by the way, ahead of the family, right? Yes. When I asked Charlie in one of our first interviews, because we spent the pandemic talking on the phone and I recorded everything, um, when I asked him what his favorite movie was he ever made, that was his first answer. Well, that was the first movie listed. And it was classic Mike Spiegel. And I'm like, I have to read about this movie before I see it. But yeah, that was the first one. And I, I have all that information from the book that I will tell Carl when we watch this movie. So It's demented. Us- you guys are going to love it. It's, it's, it's just a crazy, crazy movie. And honestly, I'll, I'll show my cards. I thought it was really good. I yeah. love that noir stuff he did, like really kind of classic adult stuff. It wasn't really dumbed down. And, and you know, but I'll say it, that, Adam. It makes you wish he directed more movies. He didn't direct a lot in in the prime days of, of, of those because he was running an entire studio and yeah. pumping out 12 movies a year minimum. So, minimum. yeah, yeah, so absolutely. He didn't as many as I kind of wish he had, because another classic I just want to tell everybody, genuinely a great movie. And Quentin Tarantino agrees with me um, is Trancers with Helen Hunt. Thanks for bringing that up. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the weirdest movies mentioned was Pulse Pounders, which featured a mini sequel to Transfers. Yes. Uh, they were all mini sequels, weren't they, in Pulse Pounders, if I remember correctly? What correct. a weird movie. It was three anthology of, of sequels of, of his own productions. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- I, that, was, that was his approach. It's always been his approach is to keep building on his universe. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. And oh, it comes. oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badbandland.com. Uh, no, just uh, Google Dad Bandland. It's it's in your podcast. It is. I have a neighborhood cover band, and it struck me that that's kind of a fun thing. Um, right. So I created a podcast where we explore music from the point of view of some guys who play it. I love bad movies. I love NPR. I love Paula Poundstone. Your audience, you're on your own with this dad uh, band. band. <laughs> dad Bandland. Come on, DBL. Yeah. Audience. By this point, you enjoyed this conversation. You're ready to hit. You have this movie on pause at zero, zero, zero. What Adam says, go. We want you to go ahead and press uh, play. So, Adam, starting like a three, two, one, go. Nice, even. You got Take it. it away. Thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> oh, enjoy the movie, everybody. Here it comes. Three, two, one, go. Wow. Albert, author of Confessions of a Puzzle uh, Puzzle Meister. That's that's Will Short's book, Confessions of a Puppet Master. Uh, uh-huh. My years in Hollywood, and this movie gets mentioned immediately in the book, but that's his pseudonym. He's Robert uh, Talbot. 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 It's actually Charles Band. He also is the production B-A-N? head, like Boys in the Band. Charles Band, okay. Yeah. Band on the Run was one of his chapters. <laughs> he couldn't resist, right? He could not resist. Hey, I'm with the band, he said. Uh, so check out, his brother does the music. Check it out. Funny but eerie. Ooh, spooky. Oh. That's his the music. His brother has some Now, d- doesn't this, there's a big house and some kind of wacky, spooky music playing. What right. TV show are you thinking of right now? I'm thinking of Fuller House. 
<laughs> no. Oh, Carl, Carl, I walked by a place in Los Angeles that had a sign that said full house. And I thought, Carl's got to see this. It's the full house house in Los Angeles. <laughs> you remember how we teased the house? That was so much fun. Oh, my God. I When Carl visited me in San Francisco, we literally had to go to the full house house. Yeah, we sang to the Full House house. We sang Charles in Charge. <laughs> That's right. They, they chased us away. So we've been staring at this house with this wacky music. What's the mystery behind this freaking house? Ghosts? Well, we'll find out when the writer, when the producer and director credit pops up. What Here does it come. look like? Does it look like... Um... I should I should recognize that it doesn't look like Doctor Strange's house. It doesn't look like Amityville horror. It doesn't look like the Adams family house to you. Don't oh, you have like Adam family vibes? Oh, is Okay. Yeah. Okay. And here they are. Here's the Adam family. Uh, big guy, glasses, and sex bomb. Big guy, glasses, and sex bomb. Oh my god! They actually look at have them. names. They're coming closer. Look out. Okay, this is interesting now? trick. The music stops the moment the, the money goes into the jukebox. You know, you hear like a song playing briefly. Billy Moore better play nice with All right, so welcome to this world. This is a group. Uh, we are talking to a biker right here. Okay. Uh, he is a drug dealer. And he's saying, hey, man, it was a little light. You better uh, Merchandise. make sure you get money. Or I'll break the, your buddy's other arm. He's like, you got it. He's like, I'll break your arm, too. He's like, okay. Now get out of here, right? <laughs> so he's stealing drugs here in Lance's restaurant. And Lance is a guy behind the counter. And he's talking to Loretta. His That's the biker's girlfriend right there. And she's, okay, he's Loretta. Porky Pig. Yeah, she Loretta, man. Porky Pig? What's that? She calls her, her name is Loretta, uh, is uh, Jacqueline Bovell. And she was originally an accountant. She said you're getting like kind of poochy eating all that ice cream. Mm-hmm. Okay, Poochie. now look. Oh, her bot. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, this guy's eating Cheerios, and he doesn't complain about the biker. He says, oh, look, here comes the stack pool. So here they come. Glasses, guy named Wheeler. There's Esperella, the sex pot, and the big guy is Otis, and they want groceries. For some reason, this restaurant is, like, called Shop and Stop. And, really? you know, like the, yeah, the director said, hey, this works out great. That go into the restaurant and get groceries. We'll make it a stop and shop. What's what's uh, Sex Pot's real name in the film? In the is Esperella. Esperella. It's like like Esterella. Okay, and that Got Esterella, she doesn't really talk in this movie. Her name is listed as Diane Colasco, but her okay. real name is Alexandria Quinn. She has been in porn movies for the last three decades, and okay. I will give out. I would actually like to read a couple of her movie names. Carl, you tell me if you've seen them. Okay. All right. So, My Mommy Bang Brothers 2, Mom Loves yeah. Cock, Hot yeah. Mocha, so, Suck It Dry, Bootylicious yeah. 3, Hard to Swallow, Interracial wait, wait, wait. Lesbian Nation. Well, hold on. Bootylicious 3, Hard to Swallow. It's the full title? No, those are two separate films. One was shot yeah, in I, didn't, I, I didn't see No. What about Lesbian Hooter Party? Cock Swallowers, yeah. Gangster Banks, Five, Big Tit mm-hmm. Swim Party. Not five. Maybe five. Maybe five. What was okay. the party? Bukaki Party. American oh, no, Bukaki I Party. I didn't see that. I don't like it. It's so, like, I all I'm thinking about in those films is the cleanup. 
Oh, I'm really well. Yeah, that's because like you're when they stop shooting. Oh, what a mess! All right, so getting back to the movie, his girlfriend said, "I got to take a piss," and he goes, well, "Why don't you announce it to everyone?" Now suddenly, did, did she says, go? Hey, I got to. Yeah, and then Lance goes, "Hey, I'll be right back. I got to go get something in the back." Oh, where the? <gasps> no. Right Loretta. off the bat, we got ourselves an affair. Oh, yeah, there they are. They got their groceries. Food. Why are now, they he, walking like robots, kind of? Uh, I'll acting. spoil it for you. It's obviously that their brother Myron is telepathically uh, uh, controlling them. Okay, Myron. These guys, they're all, like, I guess they're quint quartets, four of the same. But basically, Myron is head of the family, Carl. He's head. Oh, check this out. I love. I, I'm gonna crank the volume. Okay. They, there's several sex scenes in this, and it's soft core, right? So you see her, but you don't really see him. He's always doing it when he goes on. She wants to be called Scarlet, and they talk. They have like six sex scenes in this movie. We could do a tally. They talk through the sex scenes. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like they scheme while they're banging. Damn much time in the toilet. I swear that woman's got a bladder the size of a corn. Uh oh. Oh, do 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 do. Who is it? <laughs> I was <laughs> it's a little too dark, but you you're gonna see like she's totally naked on most of this stuff. Uh huh. How low can you go? Well, yeah. Where can it be? Uh oh, Carl. No, Carl. Carl, no. <laughs> Looks like the movie's over. This is going to be like a trauma. Phew. She's in the employee bathroom right in there. Loretta, you in there? What do you want? What are you doing in there? Well, Not having sex. Well, whatever you're doing, well, you know, up. You see Lance is holding a box right there on his wing. <laughs> <laughs> Make those credits go away. Okay, never mind. I can see it. <laughs> so, wait, wait. Here. Is my thing like too dark? Uh, it. I think it's just a dark room. I'm not sure. Well, that was dark. Yeah, I guess maybe. It's it isn't darker. the film. Uh huh. I've watched this film three times, and I watched it once on YouTube and twice on Tubi, and it seems a little darker than normal. Yeah. Hey, Lance, remember me? We just banged. Yeah. Now this, you know, full full moon. Have you ever heard of full moon pictures? No, now, who did you? Okay, your countdown was a was about the director. It was a guy who wrote a book about him. Yeah, so it was the memoirs of director Charles Band. Memoir. And the guy who co-wrote the memoirs was Adam Felber, who is a NPR panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and he. Uh, I'm good friends with him. I've known him and his sister for a while. Uh -huh. He told me about this book he wrote, and I said, "Well, you got to come on." Because Charles Band is like, you know, we have, we love Roger Corman. Charles Band yeah. is like, what if your heroes were Stanley and Roger Corman, right? Okay. You would create a movie industry and you would also have a video segment called like, you know, the video soapbox or whatever. So he was like, 
a showman. Like, I don't think I was really hesitant because I had heard about this guy, his full moon pictures, crank out films like the puppet master movies and evil mm-hmm. bong and ginger dead man and ginger weed dead. I think there's another guy, deader we- weeder men. Uh, there's like <laughs> <laughs> dangerous dolls. He, and what he does is like, he was doing crossovers with his characters as movies, like Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man, okay. long before Marvel kind of did the Avengers on on screen. So he was like, he always thought of like crossovers, and he would be cranking out these for the home market, and he would have a segment where it would be like the Video Zone, where he'd be like, "Hey guys, Charlie Band here, I have some great news." You know what I mean? So he was kind of like Stan Lee, and he was. He was definitely a Roger Corman guy, and he directed yeah. about seventy movies and produced about three hundred. You know, and <laughs> his films aren't bad. You know, like we we've known like trauma. We know, yeah, a lot of people who make these movies are just kind of ugly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, after a while, you don't really want to see it. It's kind of cool how they did it, but his films are slightly. This film is kind of cool. There's like double crossing. What's going on right now is the biker is saying, "Hey, Lance." Congratulations. I now you got a new partner. I co-own this place and I'll be coming by every two weeks to collect two thousand dollars. Okay. And say to that extortion. So he goes he goes to his girlfriend as a running gag where he goes, What's the word I'm thinking of? And she goes, Brains. He goes, No, that's not it. He goes, <laughs> I'm kind of sort of a entrepreneurial uh what's the word I'm thinking of? She goes, shakedown artist. <laughs> he goes, no, no, that's not it. He goes, no, dummy. <laughs> but it, what's also funny, because they're fucking in the back, and then she goes, uh, my boyfriend wants to talk to you. So they didn't realize that he's actually extorting him. They thought like right. they knew of the affair. He's oblivious to the affair. Hey, look, he's saying you spread yourself too thin. That's why you're all pale. You got to go out and get laid, dude. <laughs> 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 who would fuck you this you know so this is like backstabbing so they want to get rid of him and then an yes. opportunity will come to lance and lance's response is fucking extorting you know he's lance is going to face a monster and in most of these movies it goes one way lance is going to fucking extort the monster the black wow monster. all right that works so this yeah so That's it's good. not what i was expecting I was expecting like some gore, some tits, some gore, and then you know, rinse and repeat. He's like upping the ante with. Uh, well, I've never like Corman used to always say that plot doesn't matter in these films. You you're just showing them sensationalism, and um, and I've always thought you should just do both. Yeah, well, we we discussed it with Adam. Uh, he Charlie Charles Band talks about what he feel what his definition of exploitation is. Okay. And he uses a movie he he did in twenty two called uh, Corona Zombies, okay, which was he it was it, he shot it the day of the shutdown in March twenty two, in March twenty, and then he released it like in April. And it was basically okay. Tiger Lily where they dub in dialogue in old films, but they have this. You know, uh, original structure of Corona zombies come in saying Corona, <laughs> and he was saying that for him, exploitation is more something that everyone's talking about and putting yeah. it on the screen. And well, I mean, the, the word exploitation sounds negative connotation, but really, it just means you're exploiting a situation that'll make people notice it. Take you know, 
it'll turn into sales, you know? Right. He has this running series called Kendra and Barbie. And I think Kendra is played by his current wife. Uh, I don't think they're married, actually. But okay. one of their recent movies was Kendra and Barbie Save the Tiger King, starring okay. <laughs> Tiger King, the guy from the documentary. So that's what his his feeling of like people are talking about the Tiger King. He's made a Tiger King movie. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Because in there? Let's curio, it will yeah. pick up. And a lot of times, like you know, he says, "Yeah, okay, now, you need." Who? Now, she's, the waitress is saying, Barry, waitress, "You're playing okay. with fire." Right? You you're right. sleeping around. You're sowing your oats, Loretta oats. <laughs> and uh, you see the you smoke watch behind out. her. Yeah, because when Howard Oates finds out, you're out of here. He's like, I'm a big boy. This guy, Lance, he's been in like a bunch of movies and then he stopped. He was in like Criminal Minds. He's been Dark Prophet, Days of uh -huh. Our Lives, Burn Noses, uh -huh. Desperate Housewives. But he did like movies like Lurking Fear, Siren's Kiss, Shade of Grey, Killer Eye. And I found on IMDb, currently he's a fitness enthusiast, like as a motivational okay. coach. So, did you say spider? What did I say? I said sirens, sirens kiss. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Did I say Spider Verse again? No, I but you, I, I think there was a film called Spider's Kiss, and it had Morgan Freeman or something. Yeah, I, I remember the Kiss of the Spider Woman. Is it Kiss of oh, the Spider Woman? I don't know. Maybe now they're well, banging again. This? Is this Lance again or no? Yeah, Lance and Loretta are uh, Lancing. Look, he's so Lancing Loretta right now. Okay, but why don't why don't why are they hiding it? Why don't they say, "Look, I want to break up. I think I'm in love with Lance." No, so Lance, they gotta they gotta get rid of Howard because Howard is no. black, is 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 shaking down him, and they're having an affair. She wants him dead. Look at this; she's completely can, fucking. Can you block out him and just <laughs> can we? Yeah, you know, glasses. She is, is fucking terrific. She's been in like Jacqueline Lowell's been in tons of shit. She was originally an accountant, like I said. In nineteen ninety-five, she was voted the number one nude model. And so she went from accountant to model. Uh she's been in those penthouse videos, those Playboy mm -hmm. videos. She published her own magazine called Babe Magazine. What what uh, year are we talking? Because maybe you don't know, but uh magazines aren't very current. Nineties. 90s when right. magazines were still relevant oh yeah okay now we're, we're switching to another guy this guy is, has a truck this this highway is just a long path but listen I, I i got i don't have otis name right uh we've got glasses sex pot and big guy what was it yeah a big guy is otis big guy. okay big now otis put a fake detour sign on this straight road yeah and the truck driver is driving into their house like it's a trap uh-huh and loretta and lance are going to be driving down and they're going to notice this detour and they're going to be suspicious okay but right now they're scheming as more against, do. against biker yeah they're going to get Biker's they're going to take name? howard oats down howard, howard oats duh. howie oats does he say howie no, no, I call okay. him Howie. Howard Oates. It's a, I'm a dumb. What's your name? Howie. Right? It's not, it's not Flash. It's not. Okay. Wait a minute. Right here. That's suspicious. This is. 
Yeah, right. That's the thing. That's a... Hmm. So, uh, it's funny. I I was reading about uh, Loretta. She she let her 16-year-old daughter watch this movie. Okay. Is that bad? And the complaint was in the article, which is on INDB, was that uh, she didn't like seeing her mom naked so much and that they were having an affair. Okay, so here he is. He's taking a look. He's going to see what's going on, right? Yeah. It, it's a detour right to the creepy house. It's that cool house. And somebody already fell for it. We're not the same people. Those dopes. Listen, uh, Wheeler. Okay, well, I guess I'll watch the movie and I'll find out. Well, no, no. Ask me any, any mm. question you have about Wheeler. Uh, I'm just not sure what's the deal. They're luring people in for some, uh, but I'm about to find out, I guess. I know, right? So right there, Otis is banging the shit out of the truck driver on the back of his truck and they're dragging him him into the wacky house. Okay. Not killing him or not killing him. No, that's a really good point. Lance. I don't think Lance has washed up since the act, right? Right. We've seen him fuck twice now. So, but could you just imagine his... Like, okay, he's wearing You think he's crusty right now? Yeah, like, it's like, or who knows? Like, maybe it's been drying, right? Seriously, he's got his moist underwear on. Uh It must be terrible. Well, I mean, his balls must have gone through the ringer. Okay, so he's like, yeah, we got to. Now he's he's figuring everything out. He just witnessed the stack pulls. Beating a guy unconscious and dragging him in this house. Okay, so because he's not calling they him. have his truck, or we don't know yet. They also took the truck, and they're this is Florida. Okay, it wasn't oh, did about I mention truck. this is they Florida? Brought him inside. It was about getting him. Yeah, they want they want the truck driver. The driver. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna okay, hide so the Lance car. Lance was like, "Fuck that!" And he's going the other way. He's gonna go to the house and say, "I know what you guys are doing." And if you don't pay me two thousand, I'm gonna go uh, a week. I'm gonna go to the cops. So that's right. how he's gonna there, Look, there's cops. Wheeler. There's Wheeler with that's his glasses creepy. off. That is disgusting. Now this this truck driver, God bless. What's going on? What? What? I've what? Done this, this is like what? He was in Animal House. Otis. Right. Well, he was in like Tom Kroll's uh, horror movie when we shot his kids. What? What? <laughs> oh, no. All right, so they're going to operate on him, and the guy operating him freaked this guy out, and we haven't seen him yet. Those are double doors? I don't really get that. I think it's just decoration on a wall. Oh, okay, because it looked like a monkey, and it was double doors. Everything's so dark in this cut. We are in a mad scientist basement laboratory, as seen in House of Thousand Corpses, I guess. It's not like sex dungeon. It's mad scientist. And they're all lobotomized, Carl. So they can't even, they're not even thinking about sex. They have their eyes on their bottom. They're lobotomized. (laughs) Wait, let me see. I. Yeah. Go ahead. Reverse engineer this joke. Now they're all acting like kooky. One's dental flossing. One is saying the word snow over and over again. Snow. 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 And we go, and you know it's wacky because wacky, wacky music. This kind of disturbs me, Carl, that these people lose their agency, that they're kidnapped against their will and, and okay. experimented and kept alive. Yeah, like but for some reason, no sex. 
No. So why do you, it? I don't get it. You're going to see your bare ass if this is a better copy. <laughs> the thing is, a gross person like that, you don't want to see their bare ass. Here we go. Snow. Snow. What snow. should we snow? Snow what? Oh. What, yes. what should we snow? Snowwhere. Snow what? I get snow who? Just finished the joke already. Knock, <laughs> knock. Who's there? Snow. Snow who? Snow. Snow who? Snow. Snow who? I know all these people got lobotomized. Uh-huh. The surgeon their, moved their eyes to the bottom. No? Okay. No. Okay, here's the Lance and his right. employee. Yeah, there's not that many women characters in this movie. They kind of. Re I'm watching um, Shazam too. I got to be very careful saying the word Shazam because I might turn into my alter ego. But right. or there's like three gods. Out. Yeah, so three goddesses are fighting them, and it's this kind of like classic crone, old woman, sex pod, and teacher. And I feel like the three women in this movie, the waitress, Loretta, and Estorella, are yeah. kind of like that variation of the three witches of Macbeth. Oh. I don't know. Okay. But then again, this is my first time seeing it. Okay. Hey, look, I was waiting to blackmail you guys. I you for just a second. I, I, so, it's just a uh, small right blackmail. There. If you have a second right, of time, you want to act I'll like blackmail you later. Wait. He, uh, the R word gets Mom, brought up he a lot. said a not woke word he said an awful word well you know i spoke over it but um howard has the best line in this movie when they come in for groceries he looks at Esperella and he goes she's the most fuckable woman outside of a mag girly magazine <laughs> too bad she's a retard that's what he says i'm quoting oh. the movie. and lance is like how can you say it? that's not a woke word <laughs> someone will be really offended and it's not me, so I don't understand. Look, I think it. I think that that word is awful, and you shouldn't say it because it. You really shouldn't is. say it. But I know. But I'm just saying that that we live in a universe, and the world went on, <laughs> and way back in at time, they were saying different things, and we're smarter than that now. But to like go back in time and go shame, shame, I'm offended. You're, you're okay. Not, you're denying reality. You didn't hit pause, did you? No, and of course not. I've hit pause. I wanted to hear your speech. All right. <laughs> How's the view for your soapbox? You know, <laughs> these characters are reprehensible. None, there's no good character in this. So if one of them says the R word in this movie, it's uh -huh. in character. You know? I mean, they're lobotomizing uh, truckers. That's pretty shitty, too. Yeah. So it's just the nature of them, I, I think. And I think the I watched the most recent film of this director charles Pandon, his humor yeah. was like there's a karen she's like let me talk to the manager but it's never really <laughs> i am the manager oh. let me talk to the owner i am the owner okay so now they've so, got here he is look look there oh. he is oh you gotta do that reaction place? what the is that the it's head mandatory that is literally he even says the title right now you could say i'm almost dead of the family rated R. Let's hear him. Uh, so yeah, he's Myron. And he, with his big brain, he controls his siblings. One is a muscle man known for his muscles. 
One has big eyes and super cool ears and can see and hear. And the other one can fuck at my will. Basically, he'll say, her skill is. And uh, that's, that's the, the, the porn talent uh, mm -hmm. in, in the movie. Uh, Alexandria Quinn, D Diane Colasso, who was entered the uh, adult industry when she was 17. And she told everyone she was 18. Okay. And when they found out she had to retire and then she joined up again. Okay, so right, here we go. Otis is stronger than Let's anybody. Wheeler can... Oh, give me a second. I got to click two buttons. I don't want to hit Where? the wrong button. Is it I hardly need to tell you about her special powers. I don't need to... She As fucked. for me, well... Yeah, so you're the smart one. Yes, I should say so. I'm the brains of the family. Okay, let me you hear it. Went, you know, telepathically. I can't leave this chair, but I could see through Wheeler's eyes, enforce my will with Otis's hands, and, uh, <laughs> well, I need not tell you about my uses for Ernestina. Your fucking sister, dude. One brain. But he's having... Four bodies. Say head of well, the family. there, Marin. I, I thought guess he did. you're the one I need to be talking to. He should be. By all means, talk. Now, let's just oh, say maybe he's conversation that... Somebody happened to see a strange old here. roadblock a couple of All nights ago. All right, you can ago. mute it. And this fella, he happened well, to hang see on, just... uh, Otis here dragging some poor fella out of his pickup. This is such a good movie. Like, Lance is so good in this. He looks at the situation. He sees this monster, and he's like, you know what? My, I'm going to blackmail you, right? He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. It's really kind of smart. Like, he, he, they're both, like, monster versus, you know, shyster. It's fun. Yeah. Shyster. Shyster. I can say that word. Now, uh, one of the <laughs> things that Charles Van mentioned, like he, he mentions this movie up front, and it's a fan favorite. It's one of his favorite films. Adam really likes it too. But he was saying that he used forced perspective to pull off this whole bullshit with Myron the Big Hat. So the, 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 they're looking at a... It's clo uh, he's closer, and yeah. we don't... So that the camera angles, like those are puppet hands, and that's an actual yeah. actor. This guy's only been in four movies, but that actor is set so up his, normally with right, the puppet so hands. Right, his face is going into a. His, his face goes like into Lance a is not looking at Lance is looking down at a certain direction right now when he's talking. Mm -hmm. So it does feel like it's real, and we'll get to a scene where. Lance, Loretta, and Myron are all in the same, they're all positioned, their heads are all positioned the same way. They figured out a way to do it. I'll show it to okay. you in a bit. So he's just basically saying, I wrote all this information down and I gave it to a, in a letter and I gave the letter to a random lawyer and <laughs> I told him if I don't call you, he calls me and if he, you know, if I don't call him to go to the police. And, you know, I get a call and I, I give him a code and he knows it's me. So he's basically uh, blackmailing yeah. Myron. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, usually like in trauma, there's like some sick shit and people are, you know, heads are being busted. Intellect. Yeah, this one's got a story. Yeah. Force perspective. So he's closer to the camera. But they did it with shadows, so yeah. it feels like he's right next to him. There's a lot of puppetry in this movie. Basically, he ran a studio. He during the '80s he had something called Empire, or uh, 
a video and he did Ghoulies. That was him. He didn't direct, direct it, but he produced Ghoulies. Ghoulies 2 was an outdoor carnival shot in a, a giant soundstage in Italy okay. that he, uh, he owned at the time. And then I guess he did, was responsible. He did Troll. He produced Troll. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We saw Ghoulies 3. He didn't have anything right. to Goes do with to that college. I, I'm sure it's a full moon. I'm sure it's an embassy. Uh, it's an embassy empire picture. Meta, he did. He owned a video store, one of the first video stores in Beverly Hills. Uh -huh. And he, he gave this great story about this rich woman from Beverly Hills came in and had the cassette and says, it doesn't work. I put it on top of the TV set and it doesn't play. And the movie doesn't play. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. He goes, Do you have a VCR? She goes, excuse me, what? <laughs> But uh, who could really think you place it? <coughs> There's no mechanism. Yeah, she thought like it would like seep through the TV and play the movie. Just okay. And he said he he said oh like intent like rabbit ears yeah. maybe she was thinking okay it would touch the TV like back then you had those like cabinets you know okay okay no but I I could see it if it was like. Well, the regular TV gets it from the air, so you place it on top, and it should go in. Like a TV antenna, I think. One that you don't need to connect to. Okay. Yeah. This is a long scene, this extortion. Is uh, Brains going for it? Brains will agree on it, yes. He talks like, you know, deep, deep profundo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one That's thing I should mention... R.W. Whatever. I actually didn't write his name down, but looks like we have a deal. We have a deal. All right. So the deal is, you get rid of this Howard Oates, and I won't, I won't go to tell. the cops. All right. Guess what they're doing right now? Having sex. And they're talking. Carl, can you even talk during sex? Well, meditation. So they <laughs> do wife. like dirty. I'm sorry, Carl. I'm sorry. Well, it, it's routine, so finish your thought, and then I'll do my routine. Please, I want to hear you. Yeah, man. Look at that. They're talking during doggy style. Yeah. It's like so farciful. It's like Grand Grial, like this, you know, it's Grand Grial. He's going to be dead. He's going to be dead. Deader than dead. Deader than dead. Deader than dead. Deader than Deader than a dog, dead than a You're garbage. You're not coming back from that. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'm still stiff. I can't even talk in a sauna. You're in a steam room and someone starts a conversation. <laughs> I can't. My wife talks in bed, which you might think is pretty sexy, but it's the thing she says, like, uh, 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 did you add Keith to the car insurance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, my wife says the same. Oh, no, she says... uh God damn it. Have you been eating crackers on your, in the bed again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all itchy. I'm all itchy. There's ants. All right. So she doesn't talk at all, right? She's just hanging out on the side of the road, waiting for little Abner or what have you. Howard yeah. sees her and, and like he's drawn. She has this yeah, ability. Yeah, she's sex pot. Yeah. Sparella. And then, oh, Forget it. The thing is, like bait and switch. She baits you, allures you, and then Otis uh, switches switch. and punches you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this again. Mm. Oh. oh, right. Mm. Oh, the biker has been killed. I have, but you, I have, you know, you owe me a favor. Force perspective. So he's close and she's standing back further. 
Yeah. And then I think there's I some scenes where they might know to look for it. It's well done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, he's a practical effects guy. He's been making like he's his first couple movies in the seventies were like car chases. There's a movie called crash, which is one of his first films. And you can see the wires on the trucks as they go, the vans as they go off the road and you can see the wires snap uh -huh. off. Like, it just so happened, you know, but it was all practical. It, just, it was still in the shot, or at least the, the version I saw. Yeah. Now, is Crash the famous Crash? The famous no, this one? is from 1978. Thank you. And it has oh. an exclamation point at the end. Crash! Oh. <laughs> Carl, have you ever seen that 1978 movie, 